0: are listening to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast, episode number 96. Goals again? Let's try something different. Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Sanchez. I have five kids and I love sports and the piano. And I'm also a certified life coach and divorce coach. Here I talk about living your best life, whether you're divorced, married or single, it doesn't matter. Achievement is nothing without fulfillment. So let's go. Hey, yo, how is everybody doing? I haven't been on my podcast for a little while, took a little bit of a break during Christmas and the holidays, but I'm so ready to be back with you. How was your Christmas? Mine was really kind of funny. I just have to tell you a little story about my seven year old. Her name's Scarlett, and she is just like the name. She's dramatic and a spitfire and really funny and hilarious, but she's also super sweet. We surprised her with a cat, and we wanted to give her all these little cat presents so we could warm her up to thinking there was a big surprise. Anyway, funny thing was her birthday was just the month prior, and we got her a fake cat because... (laughs) We tried to do everything possible to avoid getting a real live cat in this house. Anyway, as she was opening up all these little cat toys and cat food and even a cat, like one of those big beds where they like jump on top and it's circular and all that weird stuff, she just kept saying, oh, my cat will love this, her fake cat. And we ke- we kept saying, Scarlett, do you really think all those things are for your fake cat? And she's like, well, yeah, that's that's the cat I have. And he's just going to love all these wonderful things. <laughs> it kind of made me sad that she really thought that she was going to wave those toys in front of her fake cat. But it shouldn't shock me because she takes the fake fake cat on walks and stuff. It's all dirty. Anyway, so then we told her, no, there really is a real cat. And they, she about lost it. And then she was looking at some of her toys next to the Christmas tree a little bit later. And she was wiping her eyes. She's like, Mom, I could just cry. I just am so happy that I have a cat. So that was one of those rewarding parent times. <laughs> Sometimes we don't have a lot of those. But that one was. That was really precious. Anyway, so here we are. We are in this new year, everybody thinks, so 2021, 2021, it's here to solve all my problems. Nothing could be like the crap show, the garbage fire that 2020 was, that we never have to worry about that again. And it was kind of weird, you guys, because on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, I was just like, ah, to me, it just felt the same. (laughs) I didn't have those huge outpouring, excitement, feelings that 2021 was just going to magically be so much better. I think it's going to take time. And then, yeah, we'll eventually get to normal. But I don't know, I'm a weirdo that likes odd, I I wouldn't say I like odd challenges, but I like to be the person that rises above hard things. I want to be the person that if there's a challenge that everybody is having, I want to make it look like that challenge is no big deal. I don't know. I don't know why I'm like that. It's probably because of my dad growing up. But anyway, I was thinking a lot about goals, a lot about the goals that I am setting and my family is setting. Um, My brothers and sisters are really big on goals. And so you're going to hear a little bit. And I think that I have something different. I think I have something different because are you guys almost done with all these podcasts about goals and all the talk about goals? (laughs) You've already set them. So let's talk about it a little bit. What are your goals? How do you even set goals? Have you set them? What, What I start with is what excites you? What is something you want to try? What is something maybe different that truly keeps you up at night? that you think that would be so much fun to get to that place. Yes, I like that. You know, like just as you're thinking. What I do with goals is I look back and say, what didn't work? What didn't work that I don't ever want to experience again? Like I look at feelings a lot in my goal setting. And I have to tell you, <laughs> I didn't like that I was in reaction a lot in 2020. If that's the one thing that I would change is I was in reaction. I wasn't in the action side of it. And so I decided that I wanted to have more feeling of making the memories, creating what I want, before, of course, we have to be reactionary to some things that happen. And I, I feel that I did a good job in reaction to um, the coronavirus and in reaction to different things that were going on. But I want to be more actionable. And some people even they, they think of words for the, the new year. What's your word? It's kind of your theme for your goals. And so I thought, I've never had a word before. What's my word going to be? And so I decided that my word is going to be magic, that I truly want to create magic for myself and for my family, mostly in the memories that we make, the places that we go, even in my house, the dinners that I have. And when I say magic, it's not, (laughs) it's not anything crazy, but it's just actually to have a dinner, around the table. It's to create those small little things that do make a difference that I can be proud of at the end of the day. And so going back to when you're setting goals, thinking about feelings. A lot of times, if we think, how do I want to feel? Of course, people are going to say, I want to be happy. Okay, duh. So what makes you happy? So you start broad with the feeling how do you want to feel this next year? Let's go. Let's think about it. Well, I want to be not just happy. I want to feel excited about my days. I want to feel peaceful sometimes too. I want to feel accomplished. Basically, I want to feel alive. I want to feel alive. So you go kind of broad. And then, of course, we all know this part. Then we go into little subsets of that. Okay, so what can my goals be to help me get that feeling? Because honestly, you know, people can say, I want to make this amount of money, because I want to be rich or whatever. Let's, let's be honest, it's really because you think it will give you a feeling. Okay, I want to buy this car, because oh, it's so cool. And I'll look cool, or whatever. <laughs> but, but you, you actually want a feeling, you want to feel respected or you want to feel significant or you want to feel alive so yeah so let's start with the feelings and then from that point get those goals okay so for me i want to feel alive and i uh, my word is magic so from that i have a little different um, physical goals and then i have spiritual goals where i really want to get my mind um, focused on god so that I can feel that aliveness feeling and feel peaceful and connected. And I want to work on relationship goals. So those are kind of my three areas, physical, spiritual, and relational. Yes, there's emotional and mental things, but I think they'll they'll fit. I think that relational and connectivity can help so much and mental and emotional. So I've just kind of done that for myself. And so that now I know where I want to hit. So from that, I'm going to make small little rituals that I do every day. And, uh, you know, physical world, I've got my workouts going, Um, relational world, I want to do more things with my husband, Uh, make that magic with him, make magic with my kids. So I'm going to break it down into what I'm doing every day, you know, week or month, week, day, you guys know where I'm going with this, we know this part. Okay, we know this part. But sometimes, these little things get tedious. So, you know, we go from knowing the reason why we set all the little goals that we do, but that reason gets lost when we become too focused on the rituals or the steps. But we know those rituals and steps are important, right? We want them to be rituals so that we can get them ingrained in us as habits, so that they pull to us. What does that mean? We want something that pulls at us, not something we feel we have to push ourselves to do. That's harder. That's willpower and willpower will not last. So what do I mean by push and pull? So pull is something ingrained in us, like brushing our teeth every night. Aren't you pulled to brush your teeth? and wash your face. I know I am, because it has become such a ritual. It's become such a habit. Um, Luckily, I am pulled to read my scriptures and to pray, because I had great examples of this older sister who would do it every night. And I wanted to be like her. And so I started doing that. And then I went through seminary and wanted to do it then. I went on a mission. I wanted to do it then. I don't always do it. (laughs) but I'm just saying there's certain things that are ingrained in you that you've done so long that they will pull at you that you don't have to push yourself to do but you'll feel this little nice pull to do it and that's what we want to get to So now, because it's become such a ritual, I feel pulled to get out of bed in the morning and get my workout done. I feel pulled to do it every day. So it's not something super duper hard. But I want to feel pulled to do um, more things in my relationship and more things as a mom also. Um, So that's the difference between pull and push. So, okay. So we have these little things, right? We have the little sub goals is what I will call them. We look at them every day. We see that it says a hundred push-ups, 50 burpees, or one chapter a day, or make dinner every night, or I'm going to clean my house for 15 solid minutes a day, one room at a time, or, or whatever it is. We have them written. We look at them, but they become a little bit tedious and they become a little hollow. It's like fasting without a purpose. The purpose gets lost in the tedium of that number, the tedium of that sub-goal, that little step that we have to do. So here it is, my friends. We want to tie the meaning, we want to tie that feeling onto the small goal. And if you do that, you're much more likely to repeat it. So, how do we do that? How do we attach a meaning to the small goals? Okay, I have a cool story. My sister, just older than me, her name is Anna. She's amazing, she has seven kids and she can do anything, and she's always self-help central, and she knows a lot about parenting. She's a great mom, great person. She's always pushing herself. And we were talking about goals, and she told me that she is going to run, and she has problems with her hip. So it's it's kind of hard for her just to up and run, but gradually she's going to do quarter-mile, you know, in between walking to get the half mile and then to get the mile. But she figured that the mileage from Nauvoo to Salt Lake City is 1,259 miles. And then she divided that up. It's about 3.5 miles per day. But she's gonna do four miles, five days per week. So she wants to kind of hit that goal a little earlier. Now, why do you think that my sweet, amazing sister put those numbers in. It was so that she could remember, gosh, it makes me tear up because what a great thing to do. So she could remember her ancestors. And we have this Turley family and this Romneys who cross the plains. Um, so she could remember them when she's doing her micro goal each day. And she commented, look at me, you know, this is no big deal. 3.5 miles a day. No big whoop. They had to do it in in a couple months. And they had to leave their homes, risk everything. You know, so many died. So much they had to sacrifice. So what it does for her is that's a huge meaning. And then it helps her to remember why. And she has words... I think one of her words for the year is hearken, and it helps to reinforce that feeling. Then she gets extra. She gets connection with her ancestors. She gets to feel the spirit from that. And there's so many benefits. Okay. Another example of tying meaning to little steps or little sub goals. I have another friend. His name is Jordan. Jordan. And he's amazing. He recently lost, I don't know how many pounds, 150 pounds. (laughs) And he's just, not just that, but everything he does is full out. He has so much energy. He's a choir teacher. and He's just amazing and such a good person. And (laughs) this was years ago when he still had a lot of weight on him. He would run these marathons and I had no idea how he'd do it. But that's just him. He runs marathons and he called me and asked me uh, what my favorite songs were. And because he wanted to make a playlist for uh, people in his life that mean something to him that he loves. Each mile he's making a playlist or however many miles every two miles or whatever. I didn't know that if there was 26 people he was including or 13 people or whatever. So he's got family, he's got friends that have been close to him through the years, and he made a playlist to that mile when he would hit that particular mile of that person to remember them. I just thought that was really cool and what a nice way to kind of get through your marathon is you're thinking of individual people when their songs come up, maybe the song hits a memory that you had together or whatever. So gosh, what a cool way to tie meaning to the sub goals. So how can you guys tie meaning to your sub goals? You know, I thought about mine. (laughs) And I am doing this program right now where there's a lot of counting to 10. (laughs) Like, Gosh, I need to think of 10 as something significant because I'm counting to 10. I have to do 10 reps all over the place all the time. But I still haven't figured it out. But I'm just wanting to put that out there. Think of the reps you have to do. Think of the, the chapter. Think of whatever that you maybe you could tie it to a face even if you could tie it to a picture and then put the picture next to your bed or or whatever we want to make sure that those feelings that we set out to create actually come to pass but in the subset goals in those sub goals and I know they can another way that we can at least help to accomplish it is to make it fun. Okay. So this is coming from Tony Robbins. He has this strategy called quantifying the quality. All right. And he told the story about a time when he was running a lot. So he had these goals of running and we could use this for anything. And he just got off a plane, he was in Hawaii, it went from New York to Hawaii, so he was pretty jet-lagged and just like did not want to do his run. From a scale of negative 10 to positive 10 about doing the run, he was at a negative three. He just thought, oh, I don't have the energy, I don't want to do this. But then, of course, the classic Tony Robbins came into his mind and said to him, well, How can you quantify the quality of this run? How can you take it from that negative three and move it up the scale to at least an eight or nine? So he started thinking, what could I do to move it up the scale? And he thought, well, maybe I could invite a friend. Okay, that moved it up a few points. Maybe I could create this amazing playlist that I could listen to. Okay, that moved it up a couple or more points. He's like, maybe I could change the location. Maybe I could run along the beach. Okay, that just moved it up even more. So you see what I'm doing is you move it up the skill. What can you do to make it more fun? What can you do to make it more of an experience, something that you actually want to do? And you can, if you are creative people, move it up higher and higher and higher onto the skill. You can, but it takes practice. The interesting thing, too, is you can make things less desirable. (laughs) If we were doing this in reverse and maybe you had some goals that you wanted to eliminate sweet treats from your diet or you wanted to eliminate um, harsh words to yourself, you can paint a picture of how terrible that sweet treat would look in your large intestine, how many days it would stay in there, what it would do to your cells, what it would do to make you lethargic how can you make the scale go negative, more negative, more negative on something you don't want to do? So that's another strategy that you could, could use for that particular goal. Now, I think that you really can just make these little things fun. You can. I am in the middle of a challenge. I decided to join a challenge. You guys know those challenges. I have actually never done it before. My sister always does the challenges where they count uh, how much water you drink, and <laughs> that's a point, and how many uh, servings of vegetables and fruits? That's another point point point, this point system, and I'm just like, ah, I can't do it. But my brothers last year, or yeah, when the pandemic started, they did a kind of a physical challenge, and it was just a base thing. It was push ups, a hundred push ups, a hundred sit ups, and a hundred air squats, and then a mile run. That's it. It was just kind of like your warm up to a different workout or whatever. But my 70, how old is he? Three? 73, 74, almost year old dad got second place in this. (laughs) They ended with three people who did it for nine months. And this is five days a week straight. And then at the end, they had a huge competition where they had to do as many push-ups and sit-ups as they could in two minutes. And my dad lost by one sit-up. Crazy. He does not give up. So I've joined the challenge and I'm the only girl and uh, we start with 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups, 50 air squats, one mile run, and then the reps actually increase by 10 every week. So I am really hoping that I can get in better push-up shape. because I can see these crazy people going a really long time so it's fun I'm excited about it I hope that that helps I really hope that you can take your sub goals and that you can make them mean something that you can remember why you're doing this in the first place okay so let's get after it let's make some memories let's stick with these goals because they're gonna make you better and they're gonna make people around you better all right if you have any questions reach out to me. I'm here for you. All right, make it what you want. Happy New Year. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed the podcast, please write a review, subscribe, share. And if you'd like to do some personal coaching with me, hop on over to my website, CoachEmilySanchez.com.